They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Combini Boys podcast. This week we talk Natsu Matsuri, or summer festivals in Japan and at Ministop. We also talk about Family Mart's increased-sized Famichiki, the evolution of pizza chip flavor, and an unreal banana bread offering from Daily Yamazaki. Now let's head over to the boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Oh, it's going pretty well, Mike. You know, I think we finally figured out after three years how to use a microphone. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're hopeful that the audio quality of this episode will be a little bit better than uh, the past 112 episodes. But uh, we'll see We'll see what happens, you know. Slow learners here. Can't help it. What's going on with you? Yeah, yeah. No, thanks for the feedback from my coworker, Kanzaki-san, if you're listening. Thank you. We heard you. Yeah, we're, we're working on the mic situation. Um, yeah, no, not much going on here. It's hot as freaking hell. Um, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, literally boiling. The, the oceans are boiling. Um, that's not true. But it's uh, it's really hot. Um, and uh, yeah, just in the midst of summer, what can I say, you know, Japan and summer hard to explain how awful yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Brutal mm-hmm. The humidity. You walk outside, all- sweat. Just instant sweat. I walk out my kitchen, instant sweat. I was playing with Leo on the steps today, we were making this little ball contraption where you like, it like kind of like rolls down the stairs. I was out there for like two minutes because there's no air conditioning, you know, except in like the rooms, like there's nothing in the halls and it was just, phew. we were both just sweating bullets. Oh, you, you know? walk into the hallway, you're sweating. Oh my God. Do you don't remember, Matt? You go into the ah, toilet. It's been so long. <laughs> Why do you, <laughs> you remember slipping and sliding on the toilet seat? <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, you sit down, you know, you need some guardrails between July and August because you're going to be, you're moving. <laughs> You're <laughs> literally full on sweat. Um, yeah, so, um, but Matt, okay. Yeah, you know, summer's hard in Japan. There's no doubt about it, but there is one sort of like awesome thing that happens in the summer. And that is the Natsu Matsuri or the summer festivals um, in Japan. Mm. Um, Matt, um, you know, we've both, lived in Japan for a long time. And um, what do you have any like uh, fond memories or any memories of like Mozart, like the summer festivals um, here? 100%. Well, we were lucky because we lived in the Noto Peninsula, which is a very rural, isolated part of Japan at the tip of Ishikawa Prefecture sticks out into the Japan Sea. And uh, they had some spectacular mm. festivals, the most famous was called abare mats matsuri uh which comes from the word abareru which means like to be violent yeah and um it is spectacular they have these enormous wooden floats that are carried by everybody in the town you can jump in and carry and uh it's just like fire everywhere extremely yeah. i mean it it is shockingly dangerous and they have little kids on these things 
it's mm-hmm. it's amazing and then they have uh like a uh there there are a handful of people part of i think like a festival association or part of the town and they mm-hmm. carry special floats that are rep- meant to represent a kind of uh deity and they carry those around and those get lit on fire and they're jumping in the river and there's more fires fire everywhere it's crazy but i guess it's because uh, at the time i don't know hundreds of years ago there was a plague and the whole town burned down and the plague went away so i guess they they're celebrating fire i think that's what that's from but anyway throughout the summer there are all kinds of festivals in the noto Abare Matsuri is the, the biggest, but there are all all kinds of others, and uh, just a spectacular time to get outside, hang with the locals, and it's the one time in the Noto where it's packed. Everybody mm-hmm. has left the Noto to go to the city. They all yeah. come back for the festivals because they're so spectacular. So it's uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's like in growing up in the states. There's not there's no real like direct, you know, like thing that that matches it I, uh, for me it'd be somewhere in between like a like a city or county fair and mm. like the fourth of july sort of something like that mm. where it's like you know um each of these festivals are usually like based in towns you know and each mm-hmm. town has its own little festival that's like different in some way um and we actually went to one tonight like uh, right downtown in curdo bay they just had a small festival um and just like some people dancing in the streets and stuff like that but one thing about festivals, there's a lot of like cool things that happen, like uh, festivals. But one like important thing is the the food stands. Um, mm. So anytime there's a festival, you have all these like food stands that sell all types of food. Mm. Um, and uh, on that topic, Matt, I think we uh, we're going to look at a campaign out of Ministop oh, yeah. today, Matt. And what we're talking about is what we were just talking about the natsu matsuri the summer festival campaign from mm. mini stop um and you can see uh you know um they've got a they got a lot of different items here i'm gonna run through it real quick um and then maybe we can you know like see if there's anything that sticks out to us and then also kind of like think you know try to evaluate are these things that we that you would be able to see at a at, a, at an actual festival um Okay, so mm-hmm. we've got the the big Frankfurt, we've got the big American dog, <laughs> we've got the Zaku Zaku dog, we've got the Thai um, yakitori gaiyan, which is just I guess like a Thai, Thai. Uh, mm. yakitori grilled chicken skewer. We've got takoyaki. We've got sauce yakisoba sandwich. Mm. We've got okonomiyaki. We have um you know another kind of okonomiyaki uh we have a uh bucket of corn mm. and then we have a banana roll cake mm. um and then a couple of items that are sort of specific to different regions oh, um sushi so, stuffed with yakisoba yeah sushi stuffed with yakisoba and then we have a looks like a number of it's all it all sort of ties together with a yakisoba um so uh matt you know looking over our uh our festival here at um mini stop how, how do you feel about this lineup this is a terrible lineup <laughs> this you said kind of like the iowa county fair mike that's sort of yeah. maybe hints at a matsuri this this does look like it belongs 
at the Iowa County Fair. We're looking at mostly <laughs> corn dogs here, everybody. Yeah. We got we got we got three hot dogs on a stick. Two of these are battered. I love a corn dog. Oh, Bambini yeah. corn dogs, also called American dogs, are spectacular. They got the mm. ketchup mustard, you know, precision sprayer. Oh, yeah. Tastes delicious. The Zaku Zaku, I bet, is especially good. I think it's coated in sugar. Mm-hmm. But come on. That has nothing to do with, with, with Japanese food. We got Thai chicken again. I'm sure it's delicious, but mm-hmm. what's with all the yakisoba? You know, a yakisoba sandwich, we're stuffing yakisoba inside of <laughs> slices of white bread. I like yakisoba. I like yakisoba as yakisoba. Yeah. You know? I think the only legitimate, you know, classic matsuri food, we got uh, takoyaki. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okonomiyaki, yakisoba. Mm-hmm. And they got some onigiri, but a bucket of corn with cheese? Come on. Yeah, I don't know about that. Buddy, what's going on yeah. here? I mean, what do you think of when you think of uh, Matsuri food, Mike? What comes to the top of your – what's at the top of your list? Top of my list, of course, yakisoba, you know, is like a classic favorite. Personally, though, I'm like um, – my top, you know, would be karaage first oh, off. Yeah. You know, mm. karaage, um, you know, fried chicken. Usually you can get like a – you get like a cup. And some places they'll let you just fill it up as much as you can. They give you a little skewer that you can kind of like position everything. Yeah. Um, you know, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, shaved ice, you know, um, kakigori. I mean, that's a classic right there. That's my number one. That's your number one. Okay. Um, you know, uh, let's see another one that I like. Um, I, I was going to say about the corn. Corn There's is no, legitimate, you're not getting, actually. Yeah. Corn, corn is legitimate. Corn on the cob, yeah, which is yeah. you not so common in Japan to get like a full corn on the cob. At Matsuri's, you can usually like a grilled uh, corn mm. on the cob, and that's awesome too. Um, I don't know. So how about how about you? What what are some of the classics? I, that you no, love? I think you hit the list. But for me, kakigori, because you know it's hot as hell oh. out there. Mm-hmm. Nothing better than a pile of shaved fluffy ice with some syrup squirting on top of it, or some condensed mm. milk, or something like this. Spectacular. Oh, yeah. Also, you often see stuff like uh, skewered meat, beef tongue, mm-hmm. or grilled chicken. That stuff's oh, spe- yeah. more skewered meat, you know, I think they need on this lineup. I mean, they got the skewered hot dog, mm-hmm. but, you know, that's not really, you know, it's good, but no. it's more yeah. Iowa fair than it is Noto Peninsula, you know what I mean? Yeah, good point. Yeah, I love the, you're right. They, they, there are a lot of the yatais is what they call them, like the food stands with the, yeah, the skewered like beef tongue. Ooh, that mm. is a classic. That is Delicious. great. Um, some of the sweets, you know, you get like like chocolate covered bananas, baby Ooh. costella, um, which is Ooh. a, you know, classic. Um, yeah, there's there's so many things they could have done here. Taiyaki. Taiyaki, taiyaki, yeah. Taiyaki in this campaign? There's nothing. I mean, let's be honest. Yakisoba is doing most of the lifting in every single of one of these dishes. Here. A lot of lifting, yep. So, um, Yakisoba, like you said, that, that is a legitimate Matsuri. Sure. Appears sure. everywhere, but we don't need five different. I've never seen Yakisoba stuffed inside of a maki roll. Yeah, no, I've never seen that. We, we have seen it inside of a sandwich. And sandwich. We never like it, um, but in. Yeah, like, ah, that just is noodles inside of rice is basically what this is, right? Like, oh, yeah, that, uh, I don't get it. But um, all right, man. Well, I hope that, you know, some company will come out with like a 
like a legitimate, um, you know, summer festival campaign, that would be awesome because there, there are a lot of really cool foods that are kind of like that you only really see it at, at these festivals. So hopefully, mm. you know, someday, but, uh, yeah. All right, Mike. Well, we got to know, we got, it's kind of been the week of campaigns and we're going to touch mm-hmm. on two more over the course of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in detail, but the Chicky Wars, Mike feature. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm something from a campaign this is out of family mart mike yeah family mart's got a campaign going on they don't do this um you know they do this kind of you know at some frequency mm-hmm. they got the 40 percent bigger campaign yeah so they've yep. taken a bunch of items and they made them 40 percent bigger mm-hmm. one of them is the thammy chicky mike and mm-hmm. um you know, they got an image up here on the website, 40%. Yeah. I don't, I, this is not true. I mean, mm-hmm. I can pull out a ruler here and prove <laughs> that the dimensions of this chicky, they're purporting to be 40% bigger. I mean, it looks like it's double the size. So it's definitely, yeah. they're, 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 they're selling something a little mm-hmm. bit more spectacular than what it actually is, but it's still worth, you know, I think marching out to your local family mart to go get this because rarely do yeah. you get a 40% bigger family chicky price does not change. Wow. That's price big. does not change 204 yen 220 with tax. Um, I don't know, Mike, not much more to say about this one. You're just getting uh, more of a good thing. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, we've seen this before. We've seen the big family chicky. I think we've seen a similar sort of campaign before some sort of big chicky. Um, I, you know, I can't really complain. The only thing is like, Matt, like try to like slip back a little, like step back a little bit and look at this picture. Look at mm-hmm. the, on the right, we have the normal family chicky. On the left, mm-hmm. we have the big family chicky. I think if you, bro- if you like overlaid the normal one, Mm-hmm. onto the big one it would it would fit the same dimensions in general except there are these like three sort of appendages on this big family chicky yeah, and i don't know I what, what these saying. are are these just did they just like take some chicken and kind of fuse it onto the normal family chicky yep, i see exactly um, what you're saying there you see what i'm saying you could probably like chip it out you could like chisel it out i bet um yep. I don't know what to think about that. I don't really like extra appendages. Although, you know, to be fair, it's not like <laughs> family chickies that are like pure chicken. We know there's some, you know, funny business going on in there, but I don't know, man. The, well, we've, I'm a little popped. We've popped open. We've looked at cross sections of family chicky, largely thanks to the super salary man. Mm-hmm. And it is, it does appear to be a fusion of, of, of meat it's yeah i don't think there are whole chunks of chicken thigh in there i think it's a fusion of meat and i think you're right as i look at this in the bottom left corner you see a clear yes i think that an appendage Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. it looks like you know it's sort of like um what's that you know at one point the continents all land masses were a single (laughs) piece and then they slowly drifted apart this kind of looks like this would be like the uh south america that was once attached <laughs> to africa it's now broken apart right yes and then the top left you know that maybe is like you know scandinavia was once attached mm-hmm. to europe or something like i see and then the top right here too mm-hmm. i think you're right mm-hmm. like i think they're just slapping on fusing yeah. 
parts. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to see, and I want to, if anybody eats those appendages, you know, let us know, I guess I can go and do it, you know, <laughs> right away. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll actually, I, I will follow up on this because I am interested yeah. in these little, like, uh, like you said, the, not Europa, what was the name of the, yeah, oh, Europa, anyways. was it not? Europa? No, I don't think it was Europa. I Pan think it was Pangea. Pan, was it Pangea? Pangea? I, I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Wow, anyways. I believe I came uh, up with that one. Okay. Nice. Yeah, that was big. All right. All right, Mike. That wraps up the chicky. No other new chickies this week, so pretty light on the chickies. Um, what do you say we head over to the scoreboard? Sounds great, Matt. Um, this week, going to hit you with the scores. Family Mart, 63 items. Lawson, 29. 7-Eleven, 100. Mini Stop, 21. Daily Yamazaki, 16. Seiko Mart, 5. New Days, 38. What do you think about that? Yeah, Family Mart 63. That's pretty high for them. You're usually playing in the 40s. Uh, a little mm -hmm. bit of filler, but not much. They had like some stationery or something in there. New Day's 38. Yeah, that's uh, largely thanks to a very cool macaroon campaign that they're doing. Mm. Uh, doing some like uh, kind of taking a sugo onigiri take on uh, the macaron, which uh, it does sound a little weird, but I think I think this is heading in a positive direction. So. Okay. That accounts for the big number at New Days this week. All right. Well, um, let's head over to our winners and losers this week. Um, Matt, I want to hit on your loser first, so why don't you let me know what we're looking at? Oh, dear God. <laughs> it's back, Mike. We got um, <laughs> the pizza-flavored pizza chip. We covered this relentlessly. Over the last several months, Mike. Yeah. The pizza flavored pizza chip, it's a great flavor, but we've seen mm. this thing take many forms. In fact, yeah. just a couple months ago, it got re reformed back as pizza. Mm. And we had the pizza flavored pizza pizza flavored pizza flavored chip flavored pizza. I think I got yeah. that right. Yeah, where yeah. pizza was flavored as the pizza flavor chip. Mm -hmm. Now, Mike, we see Chitata, Chitata, which I've never had. I'll be honest, I'm too nervous to try it. You're more familiar with this product, but it's uh, Tata, which is cod. Mm -hmm. And um, it's like dried cod and mm -hmm. uh, it's wrapped in cheese. And they're sticks. They're long, skinny sticks, a long stick of dried cod wrapped in cheese. And these have the flavor of pizza potato chip. So we have pizza mm -hmm. flavored potato chip cheetada mm. sticks. So we're getting salted cod cheese and pizza chips all wrapped up into, uh, I don't know, Mike, I'd probably need to be two six packs of uh, Sahi super dry into the evening before this started looking like something I'd want to eat. I don't know. What's your, what's your, what's your take on this one? Well, as a, as a great, you know, known hater of Chitara, this is an abomination. I can't believe I overlooked this, Matt. Um, yeah, I hate Chitara. I hate it. Um, at the Conveni, there's a big section, which is, you would think is cheese. And the majority of it is Chitara. It's not cheese. It's cheese and like fish. Why? Mm. 
And not only that, like you said, we have, you know, we're one of the probably only outlets who have really been drawing attention to this about the <laughs> this sort of metamorphosis of pizza oh. chips. Um, Matt, this is a uh, this is a total loser. Huge price, by the way, three hundred fifty yen. I mean, we see. What do you get? You're getting like twenty sticks of these cheetah in there. You can get like a, you know, a huge bag of like dried squid for like one hundred and fifty yen. Um, so Matt, um, this is a total loser, but I have to say I am interested. This is going to make for some good content. How far are they willing to push this pizza flavored oh, potato man. chip? Um, I, you know, the sky's the limit. I have no idea. I don't know, man. When, when, when they went back to the pizza, mm-hmm. the pizza, it's so hard to get this right. Cause once you're three abstractions from the original product, <laughs> it's so hard to track. But when they released the pizza chip flavored potato chip flavor pizza, I don't think I got that quite right. You know, it all came back full circle to the pizza. I just don't know how many more, what, what more can you do with it? You know, you have to probably go into, you know, a parallel universe, mm-hmm. you know, then you're doing yeah. consultations with guys like Neil deGrasse Tyson. This is the kind of thing that just shouldn't be possible, but I don't know. Maybe they'll figure it out. Yeah, man. Let's keep an eye on this. Um, all right, Matt. Uh, going on to my loser, um, we're at Family Ooh, Mart, Matt, wow. and we've mm. got the Suntory minus 196 degrees Celsius <laughs> orange punch, Matt. Um <laughs> I've never questioned that number. Beers on every. First off, let's let's question that number. Uh, minus one hundred ninety six degrees. Isn't that like absolute Kelvin? Like, isn't that like when all motion stops? Um, Maybe. So yeah. this is a very strange number. But I I just want to say, Matt, I've this is one thing that I've never really picked up, and I, you might have a differing opinion on this, but I have a strong doubt or sort of, um, I don't like the punch, you know, Japan, mm. like at the Kabini, you have beer, you have Chuhai, you have um, Umeshu, you have a, a whole bunch of different, like, you know, uh, flavors of alcohol, but the punch, Matt, um, mm. you know, I, I don't really know what it is. Um, it almost seems to me sort of like, a, you know, like, I, I don't know, like a, more like an almost like an american like mm. twist on the like flavored you know like sweetened cocktail in a can mm. um it is only seven percent which is fair you know like if it was nine like i, I feel like this was like 11 12 this would probably kill you mm. um i don't know matt um you know it's not a sour it's not a chew high um what the hell is punch um do you, do you have like a better sense of like what this item this this like line of items actually is i thought honestly i thought punch was just chew high the same thing just in a different can hmm. i didn't know this was a different product i don't know if i've had punch i will say i think this actually looks very tasty Mm, and I really appreciate the seven percent mm-hmm. because yeah. the strong zero nine is, uh, you know, 
37. I can't really handle that anymore. I'd struggle with seven as well. Actually, I'm probably backing down to the, uh, you know, three percenters. Um, no, I don't know. Punch. I don't know if I've had the punch, Mike. I, I will say they, you know, orange squash, orange squash. I guess sour. Squash. So they, sour. They are they are calling it a sour. Um, so maybe it's just like a branding thing. If this is just a like a sour, then okay. But like squash, squash. Mm, I, I never found out what squash is. I've yeah. ordered it hundreds of times. Yeah, I have no idea what it is. Yeah, me neither. And again, <laughs> again, let's read the description. They they freeze oh, an orange at at for like in for an instant at minus one hundred ninety six degrees Celsius. Um, why? You know, um, I you know maybe that's good. I, I guess it's good. <laughs> I guess it captures the essence, perhaps. We might have to do a little, little bit deeper, like dive into this. What's the deal with the like instant flash freeze? Um, but, anyways, I don't know. Now, now that we talked through this a little bit, maybe I, maybe I should just pick it up and have a sip, see what it is. You know, I'll they, they, give it a shot. I will say, it, and now doing a little bit more looking in the bottom left, it is classified as chew high. So okay, you know, and spirits. So I don't know, Matt. All right, maybe I maybe I you know give jump the, the shot. gun on this. I like the yeah. can. Okay, all right. If you if you like the can, I'll give it a go. I'll I'll, I'll let you know what this what this is all about. All right, Matt. Going on to your winner. Um, what are we looking at this week, Matt? Whoa. Yeah, Mike. This is out of Daily Yamazaki here. Um, <laughs> What's happening here? You're gonna have to describe. <laughs> so. Um, I cheated a bit, Mike. This is actually, this is last week out of Daily Yamazaki. This is not this week. Okay. But um, as I was browsing, I was shocked to see what we're looking at here. And What uh, are what are we looking at? We're looking at, at banana bread. This is actually bread. This is bread, okay. Mike. This is banana bread. And, you know, at first I was, I was a little appalled. This is, this is legitimately not safe for work. Mm -hmm. and action here it's it's yeah it's a bread shaped like a banana but it looks more kind of like a i mean it Mm. looks like a penis there's no question about it um and it's got uh it's dipped the tip the tip of the bread (laughs) not the penis is dipped in chocolate so it's got a little like chocolate hat on it Mm -hmm. and then it's sitting in a open banana peel which is reminiscent of you know other parts and so how did this wind up in the winner's circle you may be asking because this looks this is a troubling item visually troubling item visually visually troubling and you know that they're able to pull this off at high scale production is impressive because this i mean the image here is uh is something but this sounds delicious. <laughs> so, <it's, laughs> so this is this bread is stuffed with banana puree, and oh so you gosh. bite into it, and it's it it sounds like it's a like a nice um, light bread, and it's stuffed with like a banana custard or banana puree. Oh, so it's kind of like a banana cream pie, mm. and then yeah, like I said, it's got the chocolate dipped. 
Mm. I don't, I can't remember what the banana peel is made out of, but that's also edible. So this whole thing is edible. Wow. So it, it sounds delicious. It just looks very troubling. But I think, <laughs> I think this is actually a very tasty item. I, this is really cool. I, I, if you didn't give me that description, I just looked at this image for the, for, you know, the first time I would think this banana was an actual banana. I mean, it looks like an actual it banana. It does also um, look like a banana. A r- really, you know, very small banana. But like... <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. This is just, but it's first off, like for our um, listeners who can't, you know, aren't watching YouTube. Um, Matt, like he just shared like an image of this, and so like we just have this like small, like low resolution image, just with like a black background. And everything Matt described is just kind of like floating in the middle. It's just very mm. off-putting. Um, it's you know, a troubling item. David Lynch movie-esque sort of thing going on here. Mm. Um, so, but anyways, everything you described does sound awesome. And what a cool idea. Like the banana peel is, I guess, where you hold it and you eat it. And then at the end, you like can eat that as well. I mean, it's yeah. just a really cool item. Um, and Family Mart, or sorry, um, Daily Yamazaki. Daily right? Yamazaki, yeah. Wow, hats off. Um, it's a wheelhouse baking. Yeah, that is true. And this is this is an innovation. I've never seen anything like this in my life. No, no. I think this is, uh, you know, this this is something that would appear in the Bake Off. It would get yeah. some interesting judging. Sure. But, uh, you know, like a showstopper, this is a showstopper. Yeah, yeah. Like, because that's bread sitting in it's bread. like a handle of another bread. That's, yeah, yeah. that's very cool. All right, Matt. Well, um, great item. Very, very cool item. Um, going on to mine. Um, we're oh. at Lawson. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, what would it would it be an episode without one Uchi Cafe? You know, um, item. <clears throat> Matt, um, we're like I said, we're at Lawson, and what we're looking at is the fruit mm-hmm. Mizu Yokan uh, Natsumikan. So that's the fruit uh, Mizu like water Yokan, which is like a Japanese like uh like sweet of um uh like sweet beans um sort of like a firm uh Mm. like jelly sort of um uh uh, sweet dish in japan and then it's flavored with the uh the summer um clementine orange mikan orange um and uh so yokan like i said it's it's sweet bean paste um that's a little bit firm but um miso yokan Mm. is or like water yokan is a like a variation that's that's very sort of like almost more like jelly and anyways all that to preface to say that this just looks like super refreshing um i'm not a huge yokan lover Mm. um but this might turn me um you know this this almost looks like pudding uh it Mm. looks very very soft and i think that the the summer um you know the the summer uh mikan the orange looks great and and sorry yeah just to describe a little bit it's just like a small cup of what looks to be almost like a jelly um with like a clearish white uh like base and then some like orange uh like i guess jelly at the top um but uh yeah nothing actually very sort of like you know visually like um interesting about this but uh just just looks really refreshing you know, Lawson has been doing a great job recently of, of launching a lot of uh, summer f- 
focused dessert items, things that mm -hmm. are light, refreshing. And uh, I took a long, hard look at this one, Mike. It's It mm -hmm. looks terrific for all the reasons you mentioned. Light, cool, it's got mm -hmm. fruit. Uh, mm -hmm. I do like Yokon, actually. Oh. And uh, it is a little bit tricky. It's, it's almost kind of like a really somewhere in between it's like a stiff onion dofu kind of uh it's mm. it's uh it's it like you said it's a little bit harder yeah. uh it's not quite jelly it's not quite tofu it's it's different but um it is it is damn tasty it's light mm. and to have the the seasonal fruit on top there as a kind mm. of gelée does oh. look very very nice um in fact, they say there in the description, sweet and sour, oh. which is exactly sauce. You know, that's perfect. So, uh, yeah, I think, you know, when you're when you're out there slipping and sliding on that toilet seat, this is what you got to reach for. <laughs> you know? For sure. All right, Matt. Well, uh, yeah, that wraps up uh, the winners and losers for this week. All right. So uh, on to my favorite segment. It's uh, at the Gemba with Mike. Uh, the Gemba, of course, the place where the action happens. Mike, you're in Japan. Uh, what do you got for us this week? Matt, um, you know, I got something that we were actually talking about um, uh, before the show. Uh, 7-Eleven is actually like underway right now, uh, a curry festival. Mm. Um, and uh my my and i and leo like i said we went to the festival uh tonight and we we ate some food while we were there we ate some like karage some kakigori but we wanted something just you know before going you know uh to like just kind of small for for dinner and so we went to 7-eleven and ran right into that campaign Ooh. matt and um i'll tell you what i got like so all of these kind of kind of interesting we got um you know, a variety of curries, but the one that I that I've ended up picking up, Matt, was this this mm. biryani, mm. biryani, um, and uh, it was great. Like as you can see, it's sort of like um, it's rice with two types of uh, curry, um, and the rice is in like a biryani style, and both of these curries, Matt, were just like really really nice. Like I mean, it's not like you're eating at a you know like Indian restaurant or anything, but you know pretty good um mm. i was very surprised um a very like different flavor than you get of like most curries at um the kombini so you know really hats off to uh to 7-eleven i'd give this four stars maybe four yeah, stars wow how was the heat they're giving it three out of five there well i gave so i leo doesn't like spicy food i gave him a little bite of um one of them and he didn't think it was too spicy so okay i would say if you're used to like indian curry in the states this would be more like a one a one instead of a three but mm -hmm. for japan mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. maybe two would have been more fair and i see that they went not with the japanese white sticky rice but they went with mm. uh the fluffy indian Oh, yeah. I guess that would be what jasmine rice or something basmati rice yeah yeah uh, basmati rice yeah and which is also very rare to get like true yeah. bas um basmati basmati is that basmati uh, rice basmati yeah basmati rice like true like non-japanese rice in addition to the convenience is pretty rare and it, mm. it, it was good you know it, it it was definitely like what you know um what they were saying it, it was not white rice just with like 
many times you'll go to like a, a Indian restaurant in Japan and it'll just be like um, white rice, but they'll just like, it'll just be kind of yellow. Um, mm. you know, like a little bit of mm. like, I don't know what they put in cumin or like coriander. Well, or it looks like they partnered with, uh, <laughs> with a restaurant cause they got the, uh, the Eric house. Eric house. Eric South. Eric South. Eric South. Eric South. Eric South. Hmm. What am I saying here? Anyway, this must be some kind of Indian restaurant in Tokyo. Something to explore, yeah. maybe for the newsletter. Yeah. Well, that sounds pretty tasty. Um, that wraps up another episode here, Mike. Wow. Episode yeah. 113 in the back. Want to give a big thanks to all of our listeners and uh, especially to those who have supported the podcast by buying us chickies or subscribing to the newsletter. Uh, speaking of the newsletter, uh, head over to con- conveniboys.substack.com. I think that's the URL. And uh, subscribe. It's a weekly newsletter we put out for free. And um, of course, pay. It's five bucks a month, cheaper than a convenient mall. It's like a famous yeah. chickie and a Picari sweat, everybody. Come on. Come on. Anyway, uh, also we were featured in the subs. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm pretty proud. Of we were featured recently as a Substack read. So uh, the thousands of Substacks we were chosen for the podcast, the newsletter. Mm. So, uh, picked up a bunch of new subscribers. So thank you to Substack for that. Uh, check us out on uh, subscribe to, to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate and all that. And uh, you can watch us on YouTube as well. See all the mm-hmm. great stuff we're talking about. And follow us on Twitter. And uh, mm-hmm. see all Twitter? the dumb stuff we put out there. Twitter or is X? It Twitter? Sorry. Oh my god, this X is so dumbest stupid. thing oh of all my time. God, I can't. We haven't been posting recently. It's because every time I swipe down to open Twitter, I see that dumb X, and I'm like, "What the hell is this stupid thing? <laughs> what the hell? What was wrong with Twitter? Awful. One of the worst things of all time. One of the dumbest things is. Oh my god. Yeah. So stupid. I've, I, I'm an idiot. Yeah, I subscribed because I thought I'd get more impressions and drive followers. Now I feel like a goddamn idiot. Got that stupid blue check mark. God damn it. What was I thinking? <laughs> oh. We got to wrap right, sorry, up. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Deep cuts again. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, hey, Mike, I'll see you at the convenience. See you at the convenience, Matt. <laughs>